0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. State Treasurer David McRae has put millions back into the hands of Mississippi citizens, expanding the state's affordable college and career savings program and also returning record amounts of unclaimed money. Check out how Treasurer David McRae's office can help you, your business, or your organization. Treasury.ms.gov. Celebrating the amazing people of coastal Mississippi and across this great state who are working hard to make this a great place to live, work, and play. This is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk 103.1. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show. It's great to uh, to be here today, celebrating not just coastal Mississippi, but Mississippi and uh, the people who are working so hard to make this such a wonderful place to work, live, work, and play. I've got a great show today. We're going to talk about something really important that's developed here in coastal Mississippi. We've, we've talked about it before. It has to do with trains. We'll be back with uh, my friend Cynthia Walker here in just a second. But uh, I want to share a quote from William Faulkner with you that um, you know, this show is not always about this. In fact, it's rarely about this. But when it's important to speak up on an issue, you can, you can count on me to, to address the issue. And here's what William Faulkner said. Never be afraid to raise your voice for honesty and truth and compassion against injustice and lying and greed. If people all all over the world would do this, it would it would change the earth. <clears throat> I can't agree more. <clears throat> we don't have enough people who are willing to speak out when they see something that's not right. And one of the beauties of, of um, being a former newspaper publisher and then uh, a leader in the community and now having this radio show is the opportunity to, to speak out when something's not going right. And, you know, the way the world works is people are always going gonna, to – usually going to go after their personal interests, and sometimes people who pursue personal interests are are not in tune with what's best for the public good, and that's that's sort of the role that I'll play when it's important. Usually, 99% of the time, we're going to be talking about incredible things that are happening here in Mississippi that are all about you know bringing this this community, this state forward. And uh, I think our next guest, as you, as we talk about train ta- train traintastic and the development of this incredible um, what is now going to be a I think a must stop for tourists and and local. To go see something really special, um, I, I'm really uh, thrilled to have my friend Cynthia Mitten Walker back at uh, back on the Ricky Matthews show. How are you doing, Cynthia?
1: I'm doing great. We're having a fantastic day today.
0: <laughs> I'm sure you are. I'm sure <laughs> you are. are. Look, let's remind people that you had a, a, a wonderful grand opening this past weekend. And, uh, you know, let's just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk just generally about how things are going, but how did the grand opening go?
1: It was beyond our expectations. We had so many supportive people here We had a lot of dignitaries that made the time to come. We had some U.S. House representative members. We had mayors. We had uh, folks from Jackson made their ways down here. And all that came together because everybody is so excited about what we've been able to create here.
0: Cynthia, it's amazing to me that you found yourself in that role. You've been a a contributor in the nonprofit community from here to South Carolina. And then we now have you in this specific role. Your skill set, what you bring to the table, was perfect for for an, an organization like this. And it's so it's so cool to see Richard and Glenn Mueller, who have had this long-standing commitment to trains, to toy trains in Coastal Mississippi, and have uh, have been really committed to it. Now they've built this place that has you know sh- heck, it has international significance, doesn't it?
1: It does, we're the largest in the world. And when you say that, you have to process on exactly what does that mean to be the largest in the world. We feel that responsibility because our competitor, our second in line is in Hamburg, Germany. Imagine if I wanna talk to my colleagues, I have to get on an international call. That's pretty outstanding.
0: That is an amazing thing. Look, uh, again, sort of generally speaking now, uh, you and Glenn Mueller and I had the opportunity to visit here on the show yeah, a month or two ago. You didn't have the first train laid out at that moment. You were still finishing up con- construction. To think where you were then and where you are today, how did you do it?
1: Some moments I've asked myself that, how are we doing it? But that starts with a phenomenal team. All of those vendors that were working as contractors with us, um, it's amazing that, that they would say to us, we can have that done by Thursday. And believe it or not, it was done by Thursday. I've never had a project work that smoothly. I've never had that many people so dedicated to a task that they would stay extra hours and work on weekends. Because we set a deadline that we decided one time, maybe we'll change it. Maybe we'll push it further into the summer. And then we said, nope, that isn't how we're going to do this. We're going to make our mark. We're going to do it on time, and we're going to give it what it takes. And they did. It just amazes Mm -hmm. me sometimes when I look at it myself.
0: So let's, okay, let's, uh, for people who missed our last conversation or who have not really been paying attention to this, let's remind people where it is and what it is.
1: It is on the corner of Hughes and Pass Road, a place where many people said where when we would begin to talk about it. But one of the things that we hope this will do is serve as a catalyst for a revitalization of this area. This used to be the hub of Gulfport many years ago, and it has gone into decline over the years for a lot of reasons. But it is also a place that is very central to more of the city than not. And we think that it has a valuable place in the history of our community and would like to see it prolific and growing and pulverizing all those bad images until we all say, hey, I can't wait to have my business there on that,
0: So describe what it is when, when someone goes there. What are they going to see?
1: You will be probably amazed. We have 50,000 square feet. And sometimes when I'm thinking of that, I always relate it to my own house. How big is my house in square footage and how many houses would that be to reach 50,000? It becomes pretty amazing when you think in those terms. But in it, there is a kid zone. So it is for kids zero to 100, we say, on one side, which is for those enthusiasts that really love the modeling world and want to see what other artisans can do. They are able to go over there and study 26 different layouts from all over the country that they represent. Um, There's all gauges there and miles and miles of tracks. It is fascinating, but it also is interactive, which is something that most museums like this don't have. You press a button and it engages. You might start the train or you might light up the Eiffel Tower over in our Legos area. It is just one of those experiences where you learn so much about a world you've never known. And one of those things you might decide is that I could do this at home, too, in those very simple ways that many of us who are older remember folks had in their attics or in their basements when we were kids growing up, and they let you operate those trains sometimes. And then on that other side, there's a two-story climber. We call it the kid climber and in the kid zone there's role play cars with the train so you can drive a locomotive or operate the caboose from the back end of that train and you feel like you're a grown-up and you're there in fact we know that that would be something we want to have a lot of fun in and so i said make it so the adults can get in there don't build me a climber i can't go down myself because i enjoy those things with i'm a kid feeling also and i think other people will too so bring your grandkids plan their birthday party here. We have three great rooms that are set up. uh, The builder room, the create room, and then the engine room. And of course, you can imagine that one is all about trains. So there's a lot to do here. And if you really get bored inside, you can go outside and ride a train with your family as well.
0: You know, Cynthia, we talked a little bit about this when you and Glenn and I chatted, but You know, whether you're a train enthusiast, there's something magical about a a toy train to a child. And I remember my my first exposure to something more significant than just the train I would get for Christmas. The experience I had in Gatlinburg, going to Gatlinburg and seeing sort of, a I guess, a train museum or something like that there, the way my memory uh, remembers it. But I remember um, when when you're a child and you're looking at it, this is actually true of an adult too, that when you're standing in front of one of the displays, you can you can look at a particular area and just kind of stay there for a while in your mind because I, I saw a picture, for example, of the, the the Mississippi Aquarium as part of the you know the the presentation, and you've got other landmarks in and coastal Mississippi that are part of that as well. But this notion of realism and scale and all these things—it's fascinating to the mind, isn't it?
1: It truly is, and of course, our signature piece is just what you were describing. It is a miniature of Highway 90 from Pascagoula down to New Orleans at Canal Street. And yes, you will see all those landmarks that you would if you got on Highway 90 and just started going down. You'll see the Biloxi Visitor Center. And it looks just like it, but it's very small. And then if you're there at the Biloxi Lighthouse, you press a button because there's 52 interactive stations there. And that light will come on in the Biloxi Lighthouse and it'll spin around and You may smile and walk on down to the equestrian center where you press that button. And literally, those horses and riders are jumping over the gates in the equestrian center. You forget that when you're looking at the dominoes and the little animatronics are baking pizzas and throwing them in the air, that they're not real people. It's just amazing because it takes you to... Almost like, honey, I shrunk the kids. Environment, <laughs> and you're actually like feeling like, hey, I could be over there getting that pizza too. It's a fun experience, and we hope everybody will appreciate it
0: too. Well, what uh, what most people may not completely appreciate is that Richard and Glenn Mueller own RPM Pizza, one of the most significant franchise organizations in the entire country. And they have, as a result of their successes, continued to give back to the community. It's incredible what they've been able to do for the community, isn't it?
1: It is an enthusiastic hobby that they have been a part of The children. Uh, they started about age 10 and 12. Those are just the drivers that had them saying, you know, this is a dying craft. And yet there's so much availability of learning that can go on that's valuable. In this case, we have a steam shop And in that is all STEM activities. We have a schedule that every hour on the hour, there's a different activity that's hands-on for the kids all around science. And I've noticed that there are a whole lot of those adults going in there when there's no kids around, or if there are even, and saying, let me handle that robotic area and see if I can do what they're doing. Because there's a lot of us that have sciences. Maybe it's something that we're not excited about, but we want to learn more about.
0: We're talking about Train Tastic and Guffport. We'll talk more about it on the other side with my friend Cynthia Walker. We'll see you after this break. Listen live or on demand and watch episodes of The Ricky Matthews Show on your laptop, desktop, or your phone or tablet by going to SuperTalkMSGulfCoast.com. His passion and love for coastal Mississippi is why he's here. This is The Ricky Matthews Show on SuperTalk 103.1. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show. As I mentioned a few minutes ago, my friend Cynthia Walker, and she has a friend, so really smart, uh, engaged, nonprofit expert. And if you're going to start uh, something of this scope and scale, literally scale, because you know it's a it's all about miniature and whatever. But the, what we're talking about is just the the size of this. Of this facility and what it's hoping to accomplish you want to get someone like Cynthia Walker involved in it so what a what a what a marriage made in heaven to have Glenn and, and uh and Richard Mueller come together with Cynthia Walker and a long list of partners I mean it, like you mentioned the 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 contracting community et etc but it took a team approach to pull this off, didn't it Cynthia
1: It did. You know, our contractors uh, started with our architect and Leah Waters is out of past Christian specialty contractors, which many folks I know he's been on your show. Dave Dennis is uh, the owner of. And then we had owned down a lot of subcontractors that came with that. Of course, I was the project director from two and a half years back where we began to say, what will this look like and how can it be coming into reality And those folks, they began to do that. We had some outside designers for the exhibits. They came from Minneapolis. We did a nationwide search to find these folks. And so when you're looking at this facility, you're seeing some of the best of those out there that would come together to create what is truly the world's largest model train museum. And don't be fooled. It isn't just about trains. This is about knowledge and learning And those things that are about modeling are also things that folks like Mississippi Power or down the road in another city, GE, all of these architects that are trying to get a spur of maybe I want to do that can begin here because those are experiences that we will give them here at the museum called Tastic, And so this is a full service museum. We will begin to have programming that invites our community in. We already have a sponsor who says, I'll be the one who will finance a free Friday night once a month so that everybody in your community can come in and see what we've done. And when you come... We want you to tell others because this is not your typical museum and it's certainly not somewhere you've ever been. We've heard phrases like this is like Disney World because it is truly first class. And if you've not been here, I think you're going to want to do that or you'll feel like you've missed something when you hear others talk about it.
0: Well, I'm, you know, there's a there's sort of a global reason why I'm super thrilled about this, and I think it's important to coastal Mississippi. I had the the pleasure of chairing the tourism recovery effort for the governor's commission after Katrina, and one of the things we did, and we bled over into the business council activities. Dave, Dave. Uh, uh, um, uh, Dennis and I work very closely together in this in this uh, regard. But we said, okay, so what is it going to take for us to – we may not ever be a tier one destination resort, but we certainly had conversations about what would it take to be successful. We had to have a first-class airport. We had to have convention space. We had to have a hotel space. And we had to have attractions. And certainly the casino companies brought tremendous attractions to the coast of Mississippi. But one of the things that we were really focused on is non-gaming family attractions and we're starting to see more investment in that realm for sure but boy the 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 role this train museum is going to play in sort of delivering a really big shot in the arm in that regard is very significant isn't it
1: it really is and it's interesting yesterday at the bow i had family that came in to celebrate with us this weekend at the bow and they started asking us do you have any rack cards? We've seen it on television as a commercial in different places, and we want to be able to tell our guests, well, it was interesting. They said, you know, it's about to be bad weather this week, and all those that come down for gaming, even, are looking for something to do when the pool's closed during the sunny days. And so we want to to have those here so we can hand it to them and to our players. We also got a call this morning. We put just a few of the rack cards at the Biloxi Visitor Center. We got a call and they said, hey, they've already gone. We've got to have some more. So those are things that we're beginning to see the interest of. And once people are coming, they are able to go back and talk about it with their friends. And then their friends are saying, hey, I need to buy a membership. I need to book my kid's birthday party. And even this morning, we had a group sale call that was all adults who said, we want to bring, you know, just about 20 folks in on Saturday. Is that possible? Yes, it is. And we actually have a group rate for those groups more than 10. So it's whether it's homeschool or whether it's local, we're also marketing nationally and we're starting to get calls from around the country already. A lot of these enthusiasts are actually saying, I thought I planned my vacation. You're close to New Orleans. I come over there. I'm seeing it as a tourist attraction already, and we've only been open, believe it or not, four days.
0: Hey, Cynthia, what's so cool about it is that with uh, the kind of ability we have to do very extensive targeting, Anyone who has any interest in trains, and it could actually go even beyond that. People who have an interest in in learning, you know, going. I mean, you think about combining a trip that involves a visit to Stennis and then uh, coming over here and just enjoying the coast, there's so many ways to, to to cut this. But at the end of the day, if you just think about being the largest train museum in the world, what that does to connect us to the rest of the world, particularly with train enthusiasts, man, that should just create a new continuous pipeline.
1: Well, it is um, an exciting thing, and we've kind of joked a few times about you know, so many people stop when they follow that sign that says the world's largest ball of string. You know, so <laughs> they they like that phrase. And yet we have proven that we deserve that phrase. But this is also an addition for the families who might be coming just on vacations and not around gaming. Um, you can put a, a whole week together if you go to Lynn Meadows and then the aquarium and then here. And some of those times you'd spend on the beach or at a pool around a hotel So it is becoming much more um, conducive to family times here as well as out-of-towners. And so we're looking at bundle passes. We have a partnership with the World War II Museum, and we're talking with Bellingrath because those are things that would be within an hour and a half of you if you were at any of those locations, Mobile or New Orleans. And yet you're in three states and you get to experience some of the best uh, examples of museums that you could ever hope to find. So that's pretty cool for us. And we enjoy knowing that we are building that piece that's going to add to tourism, but also the economy for the state. You know, This is going to be an economic driver. We had our last week of construction, 82 workers, workers, Ricky, on the site moving through. That's a lot of people and a lot of jobs. And so when you're looking at that, that is something that we're proud of that we're contributing to. Our payroll is going to put about 700000 back into the pockets of folks that live along the coast. And we're excited about that, and we're certainly pleased and honored that the state of Mississippi chose to recognize that and honor us with a million-dollar grant out of the BP funds. So that is something that tells me that everyone understands the the value of this and that they are seeing that what we said we would do we're delivering and it's only going to
0: get better as time goes on here. So, so you think about it, When I go, when my kids were uh, growing up, we would go to national parks and we would fly in, rent a rent a, a SUV. And it wasn't unusual for us to put a thousand miles on the SUV as we explored places like Mount Rainier and Rocky Mountain National Park, et cetera. You think about uh, the connection you just made between Bellingrath and World War II Museum and how this is a slap dab in the middle. Um, After the Katrina, I think most of us came to really appreciate the value of drive-in traffic. Eighty percent of the people who visit Coastal Mississippi come here in a car. And um, the connectivity, you know, we often thought of it. It's cool that someone from Ocean Springs you know, takes a tourist and says, "Have you been to Bay St. Louis?" and vice versa. But the same thing is true for the entire region, the three-state region that you just mentioned, and frankly, even beyond that. But families are willing to get in the car and drive a couple of hours if they're going to have the opportunity to see something like this. So it it opens up a whole new dimension, and it's not something that just talk. It is extraordinarily real. People are just engaged in that way. Uh, these days um unlike they ever ever been before and it's exciting it's a it's a great dimension for the train museum
1: it truly is and you know we wondered will they really come from far away places as i said we're doing national marketing right now but on sunday we had a couple who were on their honeymoon they were not 20 they were much older than that and they said we saw it on the news and we decided we had to come um, we had two weeks ago before we opened, a guy from Wisconsin driving to the parking lot, and I just happened to be here working on a Sunday. And he said, when are y'all opening? I'm here now. I don't know that I'm going to get to stay long enough to see it. So I walked him through and gave him a tour of what it was just so he had a clue. He said, I'm coming back. Those are things that um, when the incitement is there, and we're looking at folks that drive in, we know that this takes between three and four hours to really see all that's here. So that's a true museum experience. And that means hopefully they're going to stay three and a half days instead of two and a half days when they start making those trips as we read the statistics and know that they haven't been staying in as long as we'd like. And every day they stay is more restaurant use and more hotel use. And so we are seeing that it's an economic driver for sure.
0: Well, congratulations, Cindy, on having a wonderful grand opening. Please send my regards to to Glenn and Richard for their incredible multi-million dollar commitment to coastal Mississippi and adding this wonderful dimension to the family attractions of, of this wonderful place that we have the opportunity to call home. But, uh, until next time and we'll get together soon just to see how things are going it's been a, it's been great catching up with you
1: you guys come on
0: out it's just train fun waiting on you. Uh, for sure train tastic and Gulf you got to go check it out uh, Hey when we come back we're going to talk about generators and hurricanes and you know all kinds of stuff we'll see you after this. Subscribe for free to the Ricky Matthews Show podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. A Super Talk Mississippi Ah! media production.